0: Hello, cuz. I've been in a 10-year relationship on and off with this guy who is in a different religion. He always knew about my religion and traditions and cultures. All of a sudden, he wants me to forget about my religion and convert to his. I'm so frustrated because I am an open-minded person, which he is not. I am willing to compromise and go to his church only, but when holidays come around, have him come to my church and pray with my family, which is only about three to four times a year. He does not want to because he says it's against his religion. I think this is a sign this relationship won't work. What do you think, cuz? Thank you. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to What's Up Cuz. I am your co-host, Erica Spera. And I'm Lisa Velastro, And we've got a great episode for you guys this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to send us a question to talk about on the show, please email us at what's up cuz at gmail.com. That's what's up cuz pod at gmail.com. So as always, uh, what is new, Lisa? What's been going on?
1: Well, Buddy and I actually just got back from a great, I want to say, work vacation mm-hmm. after a long week. Um, and, uh, it was nice. It was nice. So we started off in, well, let me, let me rewind because there's so much happened in one week. Let me rewind. So my husband and I were actually supposed to leave on Sunday to go fly into Vegas, do some business for, you know, three, four days, Mm -hmm. and then piggyback it with a couple days in Napa because we love Napa. Oh, that's nice. But what ended up happening was my husband calls me up Friday morning. Listen to this. This is how crazy, like, things switch in my house. Okay. He goes, I have an idea. I need to fly out to Vegas a couple days earlier. I'm thinking about taking Junior with me, meaning Buddy Junior. Mm-hmm. You know, being that he's so adamant that he doesn't want to go to college, let him go and run the business for the weekend and show him what he's got to do and hard work. Maybe he'll change his mind. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> So it actually happened to be a bye week for football. So he didn't have any football that weekend. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know what? Why not? You know, my husband will have company. He doesn't have to go on his own. And he'll show my son what, you know, what really hard work is Mm -hmm. and what it takes to run a business. So they left uh, Friday night. So we totally switched. Got him a ticket. My husband switched his flight. They left Friday night. And uh, I kept in touch with him. Friday night Saturday night my son was at the pizzeria till like 3 o'clock in the morning observing mm-hmm. helping customers and he would report back which I was happy about because it, it showed me that he knows what hard work is which I mm-hmm. never really doubted it because my kids have been in the business since they were babies they yeah. know what hard work is but I wanted him to really feel it on his own you know my husband left and went back to the hotel and you know my son was there working with all the employees mm-hmm. He saw the type of people that were coming in at yep. 2 o'clock in the morning. Yep.
0: At <laughs> the uh, pizza spot, right? I'm guessing. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, pizza cake. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You know, he was reporting back on, you know, the quality of the pizza and, you know, when the quality dropped, when certain people left, mm-hmm. and the sales. So, he was definitely being observant. Then, um, I flew in on Sunday. Oh, okay. But the funny part is is this. So, as I'm flying in, I always connect to Wi-Fi on the airplane because, you know, I never know. God forbid, there's an emergency with the mm-hmm. kids. I need to know at all times. All of a sudden, like we're 20 minutes before landing, and my phone starts ringing. And I'm like, "What the hell is going on?" And it's my son, Buddy. And he goes, "Well, I have a um preposition." I'm like, "Oh boy, here we go." I'm like, "Do okay. you realize I'm on an airplane?" Yeah. You know, you're not supposed to answer your phone. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm talking to him. He goes you know one of our other employees were flying back to Jersey on Tuesday night on the red eye he's like you know can I stay a couple of more days and fly home with you know Garrow on Tuesday night so I don't have to fly home by myself now mind you I was putting him on his red eye plane Sunday night so he could go back to school on Monday Okay, and uh, I said okay under one stipulation I want you to go look at the University of Las Vegas
0: uh, why not you're there
1: I said if if you're gonna stay we're gonna make this trip worthwhile you're gonna go look at colleges mm-hmm. so he agreed and uh, he ended up staying he ended up going to the University of Las Vegas checking it out but I have to be honest me being there with him for a couple of days I was like wait a minute I don't think he'll do good here really not the college part yeah is the las vegas strip
0: oh i mean that that's what i assumed
1: yeah i'm like this is not a good idea for an 18 year old boy <laughs> i said i rewind my thoughts I, I said i i take back what i said forget La- university of las vegas even though my parents lived there and uh-huh. and he would be living with them i don't think it's a good idea
0: yeah well i was gonna say has he He's 17 now. Yeah. So has he ever been able to gamble in a casino or no? Like it depends on states of the age, but I think it's 18 everywhere, right?
1: I believe it's 18.
0: Yeah. So he's never, he hasn't yet, he's yet to try a casino or anything, but is it like, were you worried well, of like gambling or is you it like, no, When you're is on the
1: islands, <laughs> when you're on certain islands, I yeah. don't think there's an age limit.
0: Yeah. I, that's, that's what I was wondering. So I was trying to figure you out. You know,
1: so, so yeah. We'll keep it at that. When mm-hmm. you're on certain islands, and I'm not mentioning what islands. Okay. I don't think they look at age.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've been on those islands before too. Yeah. At a young age, so I, I get it. Yeah. Uh, so, then I just you know, is it just because it's just like it's party central?
1: It's party central. Yeah. Yeah, it's party central, and my son is a 17 year old boy with raging hormones. Yeah. So anyone who's so oblivious not. to the situation, <laughs> really, really needs to open their eyes. Yeah. So yeah, so I uh, he went home Tuesday night. We had another couple days of business down in Las Vegas. And uh, we actually ended up going, believe it or not, to a comedy show. Which is so funny. One night. And all of a sudden, my husband's uh, my husband leans over to me. And, and I guess you had texted him and said that one of your comedian friends was on stage. Mm-hmm. And they noticed that my husband was there.
0: Yeah, he was about to go on stage. Oh, okay. So it's we call it the green room, which is just like the room wherever the comedians are hiding during the show. And it's usually like in the back. And I just get a text from my friend. His name's Orlando Labia. He is so, so funny. He has a special on so HBO. Uh, so if you have HBO Max or regular HBO, I think you could see it on both. Check him out. Hilarious. And he's one of the nicest people I know. I get a text from him out of nowhere. Sends me a text. He goes, hey. He goes, I think your cousin Buddy is in the audience. I'm at the comedy cellar in Vegas right now. I'm about to go on. And I was like, oh. And I said, well, I saw from his Instagram, he's been in Vegas all week. I said, it's probably him. Yeah. And then I thought of the location and I was like, oh, it is right near Buddy V's and eat pizza cake. So I was like, oh yeah, so it's probably him. I was like, I'll send him a text to figure it out. So I text Buddy. I go, hey, cuz. I go, uh, are you at the comedy cell right now? Because a comedian <laughs> just texted me saying they think you're in the audience, and he was like, "Oh, I am." And I just said, "Oh, my friend Orlando's on the show. He's so funny. Like, have a good time." I didn't know you were there. That's so funny. I had no idea you were there. I thought it was just him and Buddy hanging Erica, out. Erica,
1: that was my first comedy show <laughs> ever. Can you imagine? Really? That's first so weird. Because
0: yep. you're so close to the city. There's so much in New York.
1: We never go into the city unless it's business. Yeah. Yeah. It's just we've always been that way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I I'm I like my suburban. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I uh, funny that I I looked on the website because I was like I wonder who's performing besides Orlando, and uh, the only other like good friend of mine I had on the show was Jared Freed, uh, was on the show I think he was at the end of the show but uh, okay. but it is a good place to see comedy if you're ever um, in New York they have a New York location and they just opened the Vegas one like only like a couple years ago.
1: Listen, it was interesting. I have to tell you one thing that did annoy me though uh-huh. was there was a lady sitting next to me and. Every time the com- comedian would say something, she would, like, yell out or blurt out something. Oh, that's the worst. And I'm like, just shut the F up. Yeah, Like, no. just shut
0: up. Yeah, no, that's the worst. That's, that's the ultimate, like, don't do. Like, if they ask you a question and they want to interact with you, fine. But it's like, yeah, some people think, like, you go to a show and you kind of, like, call on yourself for attention.
1: No, but can I tell you something? Behind the comedian, there was a sign that said, uh-huh. basically... Shut up. <laughs> and she, I guess, missed the sign. Yeah, no. And she was annoying the crap out of me. And not only that, because you had to wear a mask to be in there. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. She kept pulling her mask down and friggin' sneezing and coughing. Oh, my God. I wanted to say something so bad, but I just bit my tongue and just make her she basically made a fool out of herself well,
0: i was gonna say none of the comedians heard her and like oh no on they her?
1: definitely heard her oh geez she was front and center we were in the front row
0: oh oh i didn't know you guys were in the front oh <laughs> yeah no
1: no they definitely heard her
0: oh shit sorry
1: yeah so yeah that was pretty annoying but again went to go see great comedy show first time ever um i have to actually come see you believe it or yeah, not. yeah it was like you guys haven't come to see me, yeah which is
0: fine it's just fine i'm not offended uh, i would uh, definitely
1: like to come see you but um yeah, left the next day and we took a couple a two day trip to Napa Valley, one of our favorite, favorite places. That's and beautiful. let me tell you, the minute I got off the airplane, it was like breathing fresh air. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know, when was the last time you were in Vegas?
0: Me? Yeah I've actually never been to Vegas. Really? I have yet to go. Okay, yeah. well,
1: put it this way Vegas now has legal marijuana
0: uh-huh, I've heard
1: and no one else smokes cigarettes anymore everyone just smokes marijuana or the jewels well but all is it, you're I smelled was marijuana really and from 7 o'clock in the morning mm. and you're wearing these masks and once that smell goes in your mask uh, I basically was getting high just from walking the streets uh, so when I got off the the plane in, in California in Napa Valley I had to take a couple of deep, clean breaths yep. because let me tell you something. I need to clear my lungs. Oh, yeah.
0: It's that beautiful California sun, too. Yeah. It's the best.
1: But we had a good time, I have to say. We had a good time, went to some of our favorite vineyards, went to a couple of new vineyards. So, yeah, so Napa Valley was beautiful, um, one of our favorite places. Uh, we try to go once every, at least every two years. Mm-hmm.
0: I've actually never done Napa, but I've been to California, mm-hmm. and it's it does feel like a dream. Like you know how they say like California lifestyle is kind of this always like oh it's all about vibes it's very like that surfer dude like
1: yeah but that's peace. like L A Malibu California no
0: but like when I'm out there I'm like I get it because it's just every day you wake up and it's like a perfect weather yeah it's just every every yes. day is just a beautiful sunny day yes. and when you live on the east coast you're like. Oh, yeah. Like, it's dark here. It's rainy. Like, we have the seasons. So, like, we cherish those days. And then when you're there, it almost feels like, it it feels like you're high on sun when you're out there.
1: Yeah, but let me tell you something. If you love that part of California, Mm -hmm. if you go to Napa, you feel like you're not even in the United States of America. Really? It is just breathtaking. The mountains, the vineyards, Mm -hmm. all you see is green.
0: It oh just, yeah, it, that's that. you
1: feel so healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you're drinking bottles and bottles yeah. of wine all day long. That sounds nice. It's just amazing.
0: You, you know what they do actually? I learned this fact of um I think it was like my mom went to a doctor's appointment once and they show your like BMI yeah. compared to like the national average. Mm-hmm. Well, there's the national average and they exclude California from the national average. Why is that? Because there's is so low what does that mean? Like their body fat index is so low that they'll be like, okay, this is how you compare to America. And they're like, but that's America minus California oh, really? compared to California. Why <laughs> like is that? It's so separate. I think just cause of like mainly LA and like Southern California, it's mm-hmm. just so beautiful every day and like so health conscious because they're, you know, quote more hippie, I guess yeah. you could say, especially this is like back in the nineties, I think or early 2000s. So You know they were ahead of head of the curb on like kombucha and you know Mm -hmm. not drinking real milk, drinking almond milk. It's like California was way ahead on all those little things. Yeah. Um, But yeah, my mom just told me when she I remember she came home and she was like, "Well, to the national average, I'm not bad. Compared to California, I'm apparently overweight."
1: (laughs) Yeah, but you know what I have to say, I think. I think when you live in an area that's beautiful, sunny, and Mm -hmm. you could get outside every day, I think people tend to be more healthier.
0: Well, yeah. Well, also you uh, eat less when it's warmer out. Exactly. Naturally. That's why a lot of uh, restaurants will jack the AC up because it makes you cold and it makes you eat more exactly you ever had that like I've had that in New York where I'll be like dying of sweat and then I'll go inside somewhere to eat and it's like so cold that suddenly I'm like I could go for like mac and cheese (laughs) but like outside walk around I'm just like I just want like water you know it's crazy yeah definitely affects it but
1: so so that was our week we had a great time
0: I have to ask you did you like my friend though
1: yeah I have to say he was really
0: funny and also he's married So I was like a lot of comedians Typically aren't married Uh So with like you and Buddy I was like I didn't know you were there But with Buddy I was like oh he'll love his jokes About like being married and all that stuff
1: overall it was a nice night
0: yeah that's why that place i like going or telling people to go because i go they have a variety yeah so i'm like you're gonna like some you might not like some mm-hmm. but you'll leave being like that was fun
1: exactly
0: whereas sometimes like when it's just one comedian or two comedians yeah i'm like i'd feel bad recommending and if they're like yeah we didn't like it it's like well you had to listen to that one person for an hour so I'm yeah. sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like you know so well, that's fun. I'm glad you guys had a good time.
1: Yeah, no, it was definitely a great time. It yeah. was our first time away for that amount of time since mm-hmm. COVID. So it
0: yeah. was good. I uh those are two on my list places. Vegas, I would want to do I'm a concert person. I really like music. So I'm like, I wanna go like see someone I really like that's like doing yeah. a Vegas residency. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm not a big drinker partier, but I'm like, I'll do one night of like I'll be at a club or yeah. something. I'm like in the next night I'm like, I want to do a concert. I'm like Chill it down yeah. for me.
1: No, we're not club goers. I remember one year we went to Vegas and we went to go see, um, actually twice, we went one time to see Pitbull and one time to see Jennifer Lopez. I was
0: going to say, I noticed when you saw J-Lo because I was jealous. And then I yeah. saw her in Jersey when she came to Jersey. She
1: was amazing. She's
0: a great live show.
1: Yeah, she was amazing.
0: Um, Actually, you know, I know fun fact about uh, my grandparents. So you're married and aunt, uncle, yeah, mm-hmm. Anna and Cosmo, if anyone remembers from the shows. Uh, they had a VHS tape that they once taped an on-TV concert of Jennifer Lopez. And this is, like, early 90s. I remember wow. being, like, six or some seven at their house. Huh. And it was, like, one of the only, like, tapes they had that it was, like, oh, the kids, you want to watch this? Like, something. Yeah. And we would watch it every time we were at their house. The That's whole so J-Lo concert. It was, it's, it was great. She's, she's just a great performer.
1: You got to give it to her. She's a great performer. And uh, you know who else is a great performer? I have to say Madonna. I've never
0: seen Madonna live, but I believe it. She's been around for decades. Exactly. Literally decades. Yeah,
1: she's a great performer.
0: Yeah, I like anything I can dance. So I'm like, even if I don't know a song, I'm like, I'll just dance. It's fine.
1: Yeah, my favorite artist to dance to is definitely Pitbull.
0: Pitbull? Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's definitely our family's vibe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pitbull on the dance floor. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Um, all right, let's do one more question before we wrap up. Uh, so if you guys want to send us a question, it's what's up cuz at gmail.com. That's what's up cuz at gmail.com. So this new question we got in today, it's called two different religions. Hello, cuz. I've been in a 10-year relationship on and off with this guy who is in a different religion. He always knew about my religion and traditions and cultures. All of a sudden, he wants me to forget about my religion and convert to his. I'm so frustrated because I am an open-minded person, which he is not. I am willing to compromise and go to his church only, but when holidays come around, have him come to my church and pray with my family, which is only about three to four times a year. He does not want to because he says it's against his religion. I think this is a sign this relationship won't work. What do you think, Cuz? Thank
1: you. Well, that's a, that's a great question, actually. But my point is this. You've been together with someone for 10 years. hmm in 10 years, if you haven't figured out how to intermingle the two religions, then maybe it is time to part ways. Because again, if it's just the two of you right now, what happens when the kids come into factor?
0: That's what I was going to say. I think you the know? biggest thing is not necessarily that your religion is different. It's more, hey, what are we doing if we have kids?
1: Yeah. And, and my listen, In my opinion is this. She has her religion. He has his. If you want to be together and you sound like you've been together for 10 years you each should respect each other's religion. Mm-hmm. And the same way she's gonna go and and you know, sit in masses or whatever, you know, your religion consists of, the same way you should reciprocate. Now when the children come into factor, I think that they should be exposed to both religions and as they get older they should make their own decision on which religion they want to take on.
0: And that's one way to look at it.
1: You know, I I think that when kids are babies, I I don't know what the two religions are, so it's a little bit difficult, but let's just assume one's Mm -hmm. Catholic and one's, I don't know, throwing out there either Jewish Jewish. or Muslim. or You know, there's so many religions out there. Mm -hmm. I think that you have to raise the children knowing both religions, because again, they have one parent that believes in one thing and one parent that believes in another, which is okay, Mm -hmm. as long as they respect each other's religions but having the children exposed to both and having them grow up through the years and let's just say okay when you're when you're catholic you get baptized you get communion if you're um i don't know jewish you get um there's the brisk the brisk mitzvah mitzvah. i think that you have to do both Mm. and when the kids get a certain you know certain years when they're teenagers and they're old enough to understand both religions. That's when they make their decision on, on which one they want to continue. They might want to continue both. You don't know. Mm-hmm. But at that point, it's their decision.
0: Here's the thing, though. I don't know if the religious organizations would let you be a part of two things if they found out. I think is the only part that, that would be hard of that solution.
1: Well, that I don't know. Because I right. really I don't know much about it. Listen, we're Catholic. Are we... I'm not going to lie. Are we church goers every Sunday? No, we're not. Mm-hmm. But do I teach my children, you know, about the Bible and about, you know, sacraments and stuff like that? Of course. My kids were all baptized. My kids were all communion, have um, a confirmation. They've received their sacraments. But I don't know much about any other religion. Not mm-hmm. that I'm opposed to it. I would love to know about other religions. Yeah. I think that everyone's entitled to their own beliefs, their own gods. But when you're going to get together with someone that has a different religion than you, then you each have to accept each other's religion if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. I mean, a lot of it too is uh it's interesting cuz like specifically with like uh Jewish religion. I know many people that will say, "Well, I'm ethnically Jewish, not so much religiously." And that kind of means almost the description that you said about being Catholic. I've almost felt that when people go, are you Catholic? I go, "Eh, I feel like ethnically I'm Catholic, not religiously per se because it's like, I feel like so much of it really is like the culture of like your family and kind of family traditions because a lot of those sacraments and things that we do a lot of times is very like this is like the family gets together and it's a nice like as a part of the family kind of vibe. It's how I see it. Yeah, Kind of similar to like when I hear my Jewish friends talk about like, yeah, I don't go to temple all the time but like I had a bat mitzvah situation. Yeah. Um, But I have to say, the num- one, one of the top reasons that marriages don't work out is actually a difference in religion.
1: I get it, and you're right, but you think that they would figure this out prior to being together for 10 years. Oh,
0: that's but that's what I'm saying. I kind of yeah. feel like yeah, you wrote your own answer in the email. It's like, it's been 10 years, and especially like, I understand someone saying, hey, that's not part of my religion, but like for you, if you're being like, well, my whole family is going to this thing, and I want you to come with me, and that's what it's about, and they still are saying no... For me personally that would be a deal breaker. Yeah. Like I wouldn't want to be like, "Hey, I'm going, you know, to what, Midnight Mass or something for Christmas with my family and my boyfriend being like, "Yeah, I'll drop you guys off and pick you up." Yeah, no. I'd be like, not. "You got to just come with me." Like exactly. just get in the car and come. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, it would be my opinion. So I think Yeah, I agree. It sucks cuz it sounds like you love this person, but uh I think that's very tough. Yeah, and you've, I- seems like you've tried. <laughs>
1: exactly and and if religion is that important to both parties then it doesn't seem like it's gonna work out
0: (laughs) yeah exactly like i have a friend who um is muslim and he kept dating girls that were catholic actually and he went to school in boston which is a very catholic town Mm -hmm. and i remember you know he's a great boyfriend great guy and he you know we keep dating girls for a long time and then they would always break up because it would go oh well i want to raise my kids this well i want to raise my kids that and I remember finally I said to him, I said, well, maybe you should stop dating Catholic girls. Exactly. <laughs> like, I was like, sounds like it's not working out.
1: <laughs> and listen, there's nothing wrong with dating people that are different uh, religions than oh, you. Oh, it's not. No. If you guys come to a compromise on, on you know, how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. The, no, there's nothing wrong with that. But after 10 years, if you haven't come to a compromise, I think it's time to reconsider.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd agree for sure. So. But thank you for emailing in. Let uh, us know if there is any update. And if anybody else wants to send us a question, it's what's up at gmail.com. That's what's up cause pod at gmail.com. And if you have time to leave us a review on iTunes, it really helps out the show. So thank you all so much for listening. We will see you next week. Till next time, guys. Bye. Bye.